know, will you just talk more about um, living, like what that looks like to live life in the spirit as in your life? Lonely. Say it again. Don't please don't stop. <gasps> don't edit that part out. Oh, oh, <laughs> no. Lonely. Oh. Lonely. Unless you can be comforted by the Holy Spirit, very lonely. <laughs> if you need friends, you're sunk. If you need somebody to hold your hand besides Jesus and walk you through your emotions, you're a goner. I love this so much. I wish they could see you too. This is this is what I've always wanted. This is like, wow. Did you expect that? Well, I didn't really have an expectation, but I just felt asking questions. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. My question was talk more about Talk more about what living the life in the spirit looks like. And not being influenced by yeah, others? Yes. Yeah. Lonely. Yeah. <laughs> it means no besties. Or friend groups. Mm-hmm. Oh. Woo! Woo! Because like so much actually. influence like comes from I, that. I, I've said right, this for right. years and hardly anybody <laughs> believes me. But I do it. I love it. This is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> there went Michaela. <laughs> but it's true, and I, I see, I, I understand what you're saying because. You didn't steady out till you got it. No, no, not You've at all. You've stabilized drastically since you started believing that. Yes. Yes. Because. Oh, sorry. <laughs> because of the influence. Because of the influence of your church fellow goers. Mm hmm. What? You get it? Woo! Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the biggest, the biggest distraction and destructive force in just our little community are the friend groups. And you think about how devastating that is when a lot of churches have just become friend groups and social clubs. It's their number one selling point. Really? Like community and small groups and get plugged in and that's it's all centered around that. I was just saying, think about how terrible that most churches have become. Social clubs for friends. I discourage friendships in our church. <laughs> I don't mean don't be friends, and I don't mean don't be friendly. I mean a worldly definition of friendship. I've got your back. You know, I know Dave and Jonathan, I get the whole thing, but there's just still such a worldly view like she gets me. 
She gets me. She gets what? She gets your drama and she gets your pettiness and she helps you feel better about your insecurity that's rooted in pride. Then she is destructive for you. Amen. Amen. That's being bewitched. That's right. And so when people need that one to like lean on because nobody else gets it, that's pride. That's pride. You're not that special. The Bible says, in turn, we're so special to him that he gave his son to die for us. We are so, we are of so much value to the Father, to Christ, we're his bride. But in terms of others, we are no more special than anyone else. And if we think we are, God will not hear our prayer. It's very clear. The one said, I'm glad I'm not like him, that sinner. God refused to hear his prayer. So, yes, I think that the church social clubs are just a nightmare. I I just can't imagine how it grieves God. It's not walking the spirit. It's silly. Most of it's silly. And fleshy and foolish and wanting affirmation and because wanting it's not to be about Christ. In. It's not about Christ. It's about each other. And, it's about and each other. What, you know, the dynamic there is. You know, it's it's feeding off of one another, it's flattery, puffing others up. And typically yeah. I see when this starts in our church and and, and people wanna like what they wanna do is replace worldly systems that need to be leveled not replaced so you're trying to do it in a godly way oh now we're gonna have what killed me in the world might heal me in the church no it's still gonna kill you if you don't level it this could save you years it's lonely unless God is your comforter <laughs> Then it's bliss. But as long as you keep leaning on each other for comfort, you're going to stay at the level they are, and you can't judge their heart. You don't need their affirmation. You don't need their validation. I like being left out. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I know there's a lot that people have. I don't care. I I could go through each point and make it make sense in the Bible, and we can. What I encourage our church, stop having besties. Be a brother and a sister to everyone. As long as they're a true brother and sister. Not everybody in our church is a true brother and sister. Judgment Day will reveal that. Right. Some are agents of Satan. Yeah. Some are wheat. Some are tares. Some are goats, some are sheep. Right, so and what if hear... your bestie's with a goat? What if right. your bestie's with a goat? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
Oh, and be I hear, besties with Jesus. Be besties with Jesus. Kevin is not my best friend. Right. Kevin's not my best friend. My mom's not my best friend. I love my mom. Mm-hmm. But I, I love, I love my mom. But we cannot bond over fleshy emotional issues or we are a trap for each other. You've got to decide. You've got to make a decision for Christ. And when you get in these drama-filled, emotional, I feel, you're you're becoming a dangerous trap or you're falling into a dangerous trap. Flattery, gossip, don't call it anything but what it is. Well, and I I just, I feel like I hear what you're saying. Because when we read and hear what Paul was giving thanks to God for, was the believers in unity, but it wasn't about each other. Yeah. It was out it was of love, love for, for one Christ. another through faith in Christ. Yes. It was actually God's. See, what you need to be exhibiting to your brother and sister is God's love for them. Yes. Yes. It's yes. God's love. God's for, love. He loves them. That's why you even love your enemies. Right. So are you a friend to everyone? Everyone. Come on. Come on. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. People could take what I'm... I'm just not worried about that anymore. But they'll take anything and, and make it weird. But it's all here. We we just... I mean, I just watched our community. And most people's biggest trap are their friends. Mm. That's right. It keeps them at a level and keeps them sinking in the mud. Because they haven't come out of a worldly need for affirmation. Lonely. Lonely. Except it's not. Except it's not, right? I know what you mean. Yes. You don't mean like loneliness. I'm not sitting here lonely. Right. But if I was depending on, you know, what, you know, what most people see as friendship, validation, a girl, you rock, you're the queen. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, he shouldn't do that to you. You don't deserve that. (laughs) Can you believe what she said? What did you think about what she said? How do you feel? What do you think? Like, I think that she's like, what do you think? That's gossip. That's division. Unless you have the authority in their life to call them into order, back off. It doesn't matter what you think about them. Especially if you're telling... It does matter what you think about them if you say it to your friend. And now that becomes what they think about them, too. You know, all that's going to come out at Judgment Ooh. Day. Influence. Influence. Probably got delivered. Kill it before it kills you. Kill curiosity. Kill pride. I wrote a song one time, I think right after the encounter. Pride has got to die before it kills you. Take the road up high and let him heal you. Pride has got to die before it kills you. 
Cause it'll kill you, so let him heal you. Cause it'll kill you. But the same thing with needing affirmation, curiosity, Whoa. feeling left out. Just kill it. Don't be rude. It's all rooted in pride. I love that. Because it's not just a struggle. It's a sin. And it means God's not enough, too. Kills you. Mm-hmm. Take the road up high and let him heal you. Mm-hmm. Pride has got to die before it kills you. Because it'll kill you. It wants to kill you. So let him heal you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I watched my brother take his last breath after I read a prayer repenting from pride. So I'm not joking about it. Pride will kill you. It comes before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. I'm always thankful for the falls because they keep you from destruction. A fall from a haughty spirit. Hopefully, you'll come off your high horse and your high heels to prevent you from going all the way to destruction because that's where pride takes us it can listen the bible is full of the warnings and these are the epistles from the apostles to the church this is what the church needed to get to heaven they didn't need to slip their hand up They need to stay in faith, not be bewitched, not be influenced, not be proud, humble themselves. This is not a joke. This is not to make you a better Christian. This is so you get to heaven and you don't go to hell. I mean, that's just my real belief. There they are. They're out there now. (laughs) (laughs) What? There you go. Hallelujah. You know, you're like saved, even saved. Saved. Yay, saved. Let's get more rewards. Let's honor Jesus more. Let's actually love him. Let's love Jesus. Let's Let's make the most of this life. Let's prove our love to him. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of feeling left out, love Jesus. Yes. Go love Jesus. He probably feels left out. (laughs) If you feel left out of a little group, I bet you he feels more left out. Of your life, probably that group. If it's all about each other, it's not about him. You don't want to be there anyway. (laughs) I'm so thankful when Elise stopped going to all the social things. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So thankful. You matured fast in the spirit. That's one benefit to church every day. It keeps people out of trouble. Amen. 
they get in just as much trouble playing whatever as going to bars. Because it's flashy. Now that will set somebody free. Hopefully. Seriously. Maybe. <laughs> Flesh leads to death. No way around it. Well. <laughs> this is fun. So fun. So fun. Do you have more questions for me? No. <coughs> I don't think so. Like my hair. Fire. 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 She colors my roots. And now you color I my hair. I colored her hair. You did great. Thanks. It was easy. Yeah. <laughs> they make it real easy. Let's not get flushy. Just kidding. Look how fast it can happen. It actually does. In two comments. 100%. This is why... This... <laughs> <laughs> this is why I used to like, I would rather stay at church <sighs> than go out to eat. Unless <sighs> we can keep it about Jesus. That's why Smith Wilkesworth probably had a Bible at every meal. It it didn't take it two sentences, two seconds. Music end, it's, we've turned into... Because I, I want people to understand, I'm not Holy Joe, Okay. I'm no holier than anybody else that's in Christ, okay? But if I did not keep a vigilant, diligent focus on Christ, we'd be just... It's true. It's true, isn't it? And so, that's why I'd rather stay at the whole the church all day on my face than have to deal with people's emotions. and Because coming to a church where His presence is so strong does not mean you're walking in the Spirit or even pleasing to God. You can be blasted on the floor for two hours and not be pleasing to God. It, it's true. The, the seconds matter. The moments matter. Probably more what you do outside of church matters more than what you do in church. Because His presence is already there. You walked into it. It's not like, it's, it, 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 it takes a heart that pleases him to bring him, but the whole church gets the benefit. Oh, hallelujah. So someone feeling the presence of God at church doesn't even mean they're saved. <laughs> we got to know where we are with God. Are we pleasing him or grieving him? And that's why this morning, that's why I went nuts on that live. Because I'm just like, the heck am I doing? I've already spent like 10 minutes circling in my thoughts. Why am I thinking that? Is it because of this or is that? And then we got a text from Precious Girl who got delivered of rejection. Then testified it about it. Then immediately was feeling it again. Like, did I make a mistake in testifying about it? I was like, who cares? Reject it again. Come out. Come out fast. Because you can spend a year... Wondering how it got back in, that is just as dangerous as the sin, like guilt about the sin, right. or how, how did I fall into that, or whatever. 
all those are distracted, distracting, destructive traps that keep you wandering and wandering around in cycle after cycle after cycle. Or you can just go, I know Jesus is here. There's a portal into the heavenlies. I'm stepping in. Here's my elevator. Here's my stairway. Christ is the stairway between earth and heaven. You go in by faith and just snap out of it. Snap out of it. But it doesn't mean it's easy. I never want to. My flesh never wants to snap out of it. My flesh wants to stay in it. Of course, because the flesh is always opposed to the spirit, which is why I have to die every day, Baylor. Every day. Every day. Your flesh dying today does not count for tomorrow. Every day, your flesh will, your flesh will not become spiritual. Your flesh will not become spiritual, and the spirit refuses to become fleshy. So, you are walking in the flesh or walking in the spirit. So every day we have a choice. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Think we're done? Love y'all. Oh. <laughs> what is it? Avoid worthless, foolish talk. That only leads to more godless behavior. Oh, I can. Second uh, <laughs> Timothy two, uh, verse sixteen. Avoid worthless, foolish talk that only leads to more godless behavior. <laughs> the Amplified says, "But avoid all irrelevant babble and godless chatter, with its profane, empty words." I can't for it will lead to further ungodliness.